Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad, and thank you for joining me today. Glad you could tune in. I uh, hope your coffee is warm, if you're, if you're drinking warm coffee, that is. And uh, hopefully it's half full, not half empty. I uh, got a call from a friend of mine. He was in town over the holiday, Marcos. And you may remember Marcos. He was a guest here on the show back in, I want to say January of this year. And um, he calls me up and says, look, man, we need to get a cup of coffee. And other than just the time he was on the show, I mean, we keep in touch, we text and whatnot, and, and, and also call from time to time. But um, I hadn't seen him in years. I hadn't seen anyone in years. I've been pretty much a shut-in you know, for the last two years. So I finally mustered up the, uh, the gumption, the energy, the, the strength to venture out and uh, go have a cup of coffee with Marcos. We, uh, we get there, and of course we're the, the first ones there because you know we're both early birds. And um, I order my espresso, or I'm sorry, no, the Americano, that's, that's my go-to. And I, I asked the, the guy, the owner, I said, look, can I get an extra shot of espresso? And he kind of looks over at me and says, are you sure you want to do that? Um, you know, you're ordering the large and it already comes with four shots. And uh, I said, okay, okay, maybe just go with the standard. And I'm glad I didn't. I think it would have been too much. But usually when I get an, a, uh, an Americano, I have to get that extra shot just to, to, to kind of get over the cliff. You know what I mean? Do you feel like that? Do you ever have to add a shot to your, to your drink? Um, I don't know. But it was great to see Marcos. I, uh, I, I love that guy. He's such a cool dude. And um, just instantly picked up where we left off. It was like no time had passed. So uh, really, really glad that uh, he called me up for that. I, I did see some uh, coffee news this week. There's a new study published in the journal PLOS Medicine. And it found that individuals who drank four to six cups of coffee a day had a lower incidence of stroke and dementia. Um so maybe my extra shot of espresso in the Americana isn't such a bad idea after all. But uh, apparently multiple studies have found an association with the, and this is the key word here, moderate consumption of coffee and better brain health, uh, it including a risk of uh, cognitive decline of Parkinson's. And also things like certain types of cancers, uh, it improves your liver health, and there's a lowered risk of uh, type 2 diabetes and heart failure. Those are uh, some of the potential benefits to this wonderful, wonderful drink we call coffee. Um, I just have to, the key word I have to take out of this is moderate consumption. That's, that's the word of the day for me. So I wanted to kick uh, this episode off with a story that I keep hearing. Uh, first it was from Alan Watts, and then it seems like I just keep hearing this same fable like over and over again all over the place. And so I wanted to share it in case someone out there hadn't heard it yet. But this is the story of the Chinese farmer. So once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away. And that evening, all of his neighbors came around to you know, commiserate with him. And they said, oh, we're so sorry to hear your horse ran away. 
you know, this, this is most unfortunate. And the farmer said, maybe. Uh, so the next day, they came back, uh, the horse came back, bringing seven wild horses with it. And in the evening, everybody came back and said, oh, isn't this so lucky? What a great turn of events. You now have eight horses. And the farmer once again said, maybe. Uh, the following day, his son tried to break one of the horses after riding it, and um, he was thrown, and he broke his leg. And the neighbors then said, oh, that's too bad. And again, the farmer responded, maybe. So the next day, the uh, conscription officers came around you know, to conscript people into the army, and they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. And again, all the neighbors came around and said, isn't this great? And of course, the, the Chinese farmer again said, maybe. Uh, this, this whole process of nature is so integrated in immense complexity that it's really impossible to tell whether anything that is happening is good or bad. Because you never know what all the consequences of a misfortune or a fortune will be. And um, we're, we're quick to label these situations bad if we dislike it, good if we like it. But, uh, you know, as Allie from The Notebook has said, it's not that simple. We see this in our society a lot, especially in politics, you know, with people and groups, they're, they're choosing sides. And equally damaging is jumping to quick conclusions about, you know, impacts of benefits or certain situations. Things like, you know, you get that new client or your best employee quits, the market shifts, your computer stops working because you decided to upgrade it to the latest operating system, Big Sur, and now your computer is basically a paperweight. Or you win the lotto, or you buy the next hot crypto. Is it good? Is it bad? It's maybe. <laughs> One thing's for sure that uh, COVID has taught us all is that life is definitely uncertain. We never really know what a situation is going to get us, you know, whether it's good or bad or otherwise. Whatever happens in our life, we'll never be sure of all the consequences. And it can be an emotional roller coaster. You know, when we're confronted by circumstances, by default, we frame these situations in binary ways. It's just a quick and easy way of sorting you know, through the things, through the minutiae, right? But this mindset always gives us dilemmas as things to be solved or researched in favor of one or another. And getting beyond this binary thinking is the ability to transcend this or that situations. You know, it requires us to pause and not jump too quickly to conclusions. And that tension that comes from trying to label things is, it's an opportunity for evolution. You know, we have the ability to hold that tension long enough to evolve into the third element. And that's the realm of exploration. This is the meditating energy. It's where the imagination lives. And we can incorporate this fable in so many ways. You know, sometimes people will put us down for no good reason. And other times they, they praise us too much. 
And when the world comes at you with negativity, we can simply say in our minds or out loud, if you prefer, when someone says something bad, you could say, uh, some of that's true. Thank you. And then you just let go of it. If someone praises us too much, which doesn't happen to me very often, but it, it can throw you off balance. But again, you can just say, some of that's true. Thank you. And the nice part is by saying this, some of it's true, that can be like one part of a billion. And uh, this method, it can help us to face whatever's coming our way, and yet nothing ever touches us. You know, what if we could live from a place where everything is part of a plan? And anything, no matter how good or how bad, we just look at them as steps towards a blissful, beautiful life. You know, what if when we wake up in the morning, we believe that we are exactly where we're supposed to be? You know, I now think of it as though every single moment of my life, I'm guided and every moment is designed and meant for me. And this is a concept I wish I, I had known was an option 20 years ago. But, uh, as the old saying goes, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago, but the second best time is today. Meditation and cold showers have helped me with this process where I'm much more of an observer than an influencer. <laughs> I think everybody wants to be an influencer these days, but we'd probably be a lot better off just observing Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate it. Um, all the social media help I'm getting out there. It's so encouraging. All the shares and the stories and the likes. I, uh, I just can't say thank you enough. If you'd like to dive into the backlog, 150 or so episodes deep, you can check that out at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. Check the show notes. I've also got different playlists, uh, some Wim Hof videos you might find interesting. Um, looks like my, my friend Greg is really getting into the, the, uh, the Wim Hof. So I'm glad that, uh, my, my, uh, mentioning him is actually paying off and people are listening. So thank you, Greg, for that. And, um, thank you. I will talk to you next week.